I didn't think I would be back so soon with my second episode of my wonderful podcast. Um, If any of you listened to my very first one, um, I did say that I felt the spirit was really tugging at me today. And um, clearly the spirit is not done. When God puts something on the inside of you, it is so important to be obedient. Sometimes it'll come in floods. Sometimes you'll feel like you're just in a place, like a wilderness experience where you're not hearing from God at all. So I think it's so important that when he's placed something on the inside of you and he's telling you to move, that you have to move. So here I am back with my second episode of Acknowledging God um, with part two, episode two. Don't know how long this is going to last, how many episodes I'm going to bring to you all, but I'm just going to continue to do my best to be obedient to the spirit of God. So what I really want to talk about right now, what God has placed on me is, do you know that when God has anointed you and he has truly set you apart, when he has given you something that he goes before you. And when I say he goes before you, I mean, have you ever walked into a room or you met somebody and they just, they tell you, you know, there's something about you that just pulled me close to you. It made me want to talk to you. Have you ever had somebody say something like that to you? Oftentimes it's the spirit It's the Holy Spirit and it's that anointing on your life that has gone before you. God has already entered into that room on your behalf. God has already influenced that situation on your behalf. And the only way for us to understand this and to and to know this and to believe this is by putting ourselves in a position for God to do that. Now, I know that God can do whatever he wants to do. God is omnipotent. God is omnipresent. He can move whenever he wants to move. But one thing that we forget so often is God is a gentleman. And when I say God is a gentleman, I mean, he's never going to force anything on us. He's never going to make us do anything. And that was the beautiful thing about him creating us in the first place. God wanted us to choose him. He wants to be our choice. He wants us to put aside the things that we want, our desires, and he wants us to choose him. Now, when I say put aside our wants and our desires, I don't mean that God is never going to fulfill the desires of our heart, that God is not going to give us the things that we want. But what I mean is that God wants us to choose him. He wants to be our want. He wants to be our desire. And so when he becomes our desire, we begin to draw closer to him. We begin to become familiar with his presence. So anytime that we're in a relationship, whether it's a friendship or an intimate relationship, you're constantly getting to know that person. I've been with my husband for almost 11 years now, and there are still things about him that I never knew. 
Like he'll tell me things and I'm like, what? We've been together that long and I didn't know because the relationship is a constant process. You're constantly learning that person. So it's the same with God. We're constantly learning God. We're constantly striving to get to know him. We're constantly trying and to to get in a deeper relationship with him because we will never, ever be so high and mighty that we have it all figured out with God. No, God is a mystery. He is a mystery and he wants us to to draw closer to him and to learn who he is. He want he still wants that acknowledgement. Right. All of this boils down to acknowledging him in all of our ways, acknowledging him in everything it is that we do. We have to do that. We have to acknowledge his presence in our lives because without that, there will be no familiarity. Without that acknowledgement, there's no intimacy. If I pretend like you're never there. You know, how is that going to make you feel? We can't just go through life and acknowledge God whenever we feel like it. You know, when he goes into that room before us, when his presence goes before us, when he he pays that path for you. But you can't get on that path if you're not taking the time to get to know him. Two things I want to share with you guys. Thing one is I started reading the Old Testament all the way back to Genesis from the beginning. And for one, by default, I enjoy reading. Reading is something that I really enjoy doing. But I was reading, you know, some books in the Old Testament, the story of David, because I really, really love that. I love David. Almost like I know him. I know I don't know David in the Bible, but it feels like his passion, you know, um, his his hunger for God is something that I really admire. So I started out reading about David. And then once I finished that, I was like, you know, I really I want to know more. So I went back to the new, t- the, excuse me, I went back to the Old Testament because I'm thinking I really want to get to know who God really is. Like, how far have we actually come? You know, and so when I was reading the New Testament, it was mind blowing how, you know, God and I'm not suggesting that God plays now, but God really didn't play in the Old Testament. You did something wrong. That was a wrap. There was no redemption for you. And when I think about the Old Testament times and the way people were just stoned or, you know, the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, when Lot turned, when Lot's wife turned back, she immediately turned into a pillar of salt. There was no second chance for her. But God gave us Christ so that we would have that second chance. He gave us grace. He gave us love. He gives us opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to draw closer to him, to walk in fellowship with him. This is what he does for us every day that we wake up again. Every morning we wake up is a new opportunity to get closer to God. 
The second thing I want to share with you guys is the other day I was getting myself and my girls ready to go to Sam's Club (sighs) because, you know, they're not in daycare right now. I'm not. I'm teleworking. So we're going through food like crazy in the Torrance household. So I'm getting us ready. And as I'm in the car, you know, I tend to listen to Christian music more than I listen to anything anyway. And as I'm listening to the songs, I just started to speak to God while I was in the car. And I started to pray, God, just go before me, God, go before me on this day, God. I asked his angels of protection to surround us for his anointing to remain on us as we went out to go do shopping and to do everything that, you know, we needed to get done. And I prayed this simple prayer, right? Something just simple, something that I pray often to God. I always pray for his protection when I leave because I think we often take for granted going to the store and being fortunate enough to come home at the end of that because a lot of people don't get that. So this is something I pray very often. So of course, first I stop at Starbucks because I'm a coffee junkie and I'm on um, a call with my group leader at my church. She Or she's my group coach, excuse me, at my church. And so we're talking and and I pull up, not paying attention. I'm just, you know, pulling up to to the drive up to get my drink. And the girl looks at me and she goes, hey, the guy in front of you just paid for your drink. And he told he said, have a blessed day. And listen, I gave God the glory to that for that. I gave God the praise for that. I looked at her. I said, girl, won't he do it? I don't think she really knew what I meant when I said, won't he do it? Because I believe that. God allows others to bless you, no matter how big or small he sets people up for. And I'm not saying like, had I not prayed that prayer, you know, would that person have bought my coffee? I don't know. But I choose to believe that God is in control of my life. I choose to acknowledge him even in those small things as simple as free dag on Starbucks coffee. I, I choose to thank God for that. I choose it. I choose to put him in that position in my life. I position myself for his blessings. I make myself available to be used by him. We have to do that. We got to make ourselves available. We have to position ourselves for him to move on our life. Position ourselves for him to go before us. We got to do that for ourselves because without that, without that acknowledgement, again, what are we doing? What are we doing if we are not taking a knee and surrendering to God, surrendering our will to God? Last thing I'm going to tell you guys, and I'm going to wrap this up. And I can't guarantee this will be the last episode of the day because when I tell y'all the spirit is moving in my home today, he is, the spirit is moving. The spirit is strong in my home today. The spirit is strong. I can feel, I, I felt it when I woke up this morning. I, and I just, I have to be, I have to be obedient. I have to learn how to continue to be obedient And these podcasts are great because sometimes I don't have time to get to a pen and and my thoughts are going faster than my hand can move. 
So I'm grateful for this platform to be able to use these these podcasts to get out what I feel like, what I believe the spirit is wanting me to get out to everybody, to get out to the masses. You know, I just want to encourage everybody to to continue to put yourself in a place where you can follow the voice of God. The beginning of this year, I was home with my in-laws at their church and and their pastor talked about being available. And that stuck with me. Even now into May, it stuck with me to be available to what God wants, where God wants me to go, what he wants me to do. It's no secret that I would love to get out of South Dakota. I would love it. I would love to go somewhere else. But I have prayed to God and I have, I have, I have positioned myself. I said, God, if this is where you want me to be, then I make myself available for your use. My flesh don't want to be here, y'all. My flesh wants to be in the South somewhere. My flesh wants to be on a tropical island somewhere. My flesh does not want to be here. But this is me surrendering my will to God. And while I'm here, I say to God, use me. Use me as you see fit. And so we have to be humble. We have to be obedient. And we have to go to God with everything. Go to him. 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 No matter how big, no matter how small it is. Go to him and always keep in mind that no matter what your situation is, no matter what your circumstance is, he's in control. He is in control and he is working for your good. He is working and moving on your behalf. Even when you don't feel it, when you don't see it. When you don't hear it, when you feel like you're so far away from him, when you feel like you can't, you're you're just having that block where you can't get into his presence. You feel like your prayers are falling on deaf ears. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Even in those dry times, even during those dry seasons, keep pushing towards the mark. Keep pushing towards him. Keep pressing Surround yourself with some people who are going to pray with you. Get you some friends that are going to go to bat for you in the spirit. Who are going to be praying for your spiritual life. Get you some friends. Get you some people around you who are going to send you scripture. Who are going to who are going to allow God to use them to bless you. And that those blessings may be words of encouragement. Those blessings may be having that person that says, you know what? Let's pray about it. Let's pray. This is what we need to do. This is how we need to be. Surrounding ourselves with other people who are going to fight in the spirit realm. Because when we look at the condition of the world today, we have to realize and understand that the spiritual warfare right now is strong. It is strong. And we have to combat that. 
And we can't combat it if we're not taking the time to put God first in our life. We cannot combat it if we're not taking the time to acknowledge him. You're not even going to see the spiritual warfare coming if you're not acknowledging him and going to him and getting in his presence and saturating your mind with thoughts of him, saturating yourself with his presence. Put on the armor of God today, folks. Do that. Do that. Pray. Get in his presence. And watch him move in your life. Again, thanks guys for listening so much. I love this. I'm so, 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 so grateful that God is moving, that God is really moving. Even in this quarantine, he is moving because he is forcing us to take a step back. He's forcing us. And you know, I keep seeing people, you better come out of this quarantine with, with a new skill, a new talent, something. No, how about we all come out of this quarantine with a full armor of God on us? How about we all come out of this quarantine with a better understanding and a deeper relationship with the one who matters the most? The one who sits high. Let's, let's focus on him during this quarantine. Praying. To him, acknowledging him during all this. Thanks guys so much for listening.